0: Billy got picked on at school for Things he couldn't change He tried his best to play it cool But in the seventh grade You either fit right in or you don't fit That's just the cold hard truth I wish that I'd have been the friend That Billy never knew I think it's time to come together You and I can make a change Maybe we can make a difference Somebody we've been hateful long enough. Let the good Lord reunite us to this country that beloves
1: undivided. Yeah. Welcome you back. Go to go to Top of the second hour go today's Road Warrior to Radio broadcast is Friday. Like October 13th. Friday the 13th.
0: Yeah.
1: So, speaking of Lawrence Jones...
0: I think it's time
1: to come uh, together,
0: you and I can make a change. Maybe we can make a difference, make the world a better place. Look around and love somebody okay. we've been hateful long enough. Let the good Lord reunite us to this country that we love, undivided.
1: All right. Interesting. No we get, well, I'm tired. I'll wait. All right. Huh, right. on. Okay. Welcome back. Top of the second hour of today's Road Warrior radio broadcast is Friday, October 13th, 2023. Friday the 13th. Yay. Um... Gosh. So let's see. C SPAN, October 15, on Sunday's Book TV on C SPAN 2, former Trump administration staffer Cassidy Hutchinson will probably say something to the effect of just kidding. Shares her experience uh, of being in the White House on January 6, 2021. That's what I meant, not 2020, 2021. Anyway. I said 2020 earlier. You know you know what I meant. And her subsequent testimony before Congress, something to the effect of her testimony anyway. Also, Wall Street Journal reporters Cameron Cameron McWhorter and Zusha Ellenson explore the history of the AR-15. You know, the assault rifle. No, the Armalite rifle. Anyway. And how the weapon has influenced American gun culture. It's interesting. The... The terminology, because if you don't know, I mean, just as a, as a brief aside, um, you know, the terminology is something that most people don't realize. Did you know that assault rifle and assault weapon, for example, are, are um, designated specific terms, but they are not? Necessarily interchangeable. I mean, you can jump on Wikipedia and see, for example, there's an there's an assault rifle entry and, um, you know, any rifle can be used for assault, really. Anyway. Um, and then there's an assault weapon entry and there, there's even a uh, an assault weapon disambiguation Entry on Wikipedia. So, you know, from Wikipedia, an assault rifle is a select fire rifle... ...that uses an intermediate rifle cartridge and a detachable box magazine. Assault rifles were first put into mass production... And accepted into wide, widespread service during World War II. The first assault rifle to see major usage uh, was the German STG-44, the development of the earlier MKB-42. While immediately after World War II, NATO countries were equipped with battle rifles, which is also a designated term the development of the m16 rifle during the vietnam war prompted the adoption of the of assault rifles by the rest of nato by the end of the 20th century assault rifles had become the standard weapon in most of the world's armies replacing full-powered rifles and submachine guns which again are you know designations specific designations in most roles the two most successful modern assault rifles ...are the AK-47 and the M-16 designs and their derivatives. So, you know... And, you know, there are additional classifications and categories and subcategories. Anyway, assault weapon... In the United States, assault weapon is a controversial term used to define firearms with specified characteristics... The definition varies among regulation juris, regulating jurisdictions, but usually includes semi-automatic firearms with a detachable magazine, a pistol grip, and sometimes other features such as a vertical forward grip, flash suppressor, or barrel shroud. Certain firearms are specified by name in some laws that restrict assault weapons. So you know, assault rifle, assault weapon. You know, there is some crossover, obviously. The Colt AR-15. Carbine is one of those that is in the crosshairs here. So back to C-SPAN, you know. Uh, Cameron McWhorter and Zusha Ellenson, American Gun. Uh, on C-SPAN 2. To... Book TV should be interesting. We'll see. I wonder, you know, anecdotally, <clears throat> how much Cameron and Zusha know about, really, practically speaking, um, the the subject matter. Is the AR-15 a political symbol of the Second Amendment? Wall Street Journal reporters Cameron McWhorter and Zusha Ellenson discuss the history of the AR-15. Its popularity and how this weapon plays a critical role in political debates. So if it's the Wall Street Journal and these guys, it should be interesting. Should be interesting. My browser is malfunctioning for some reason. What the heck is going on here? Oops. My browser is not cooperating. All right. We need to get back to specifics. So Hmm All right So Specifics on Hamas and then the the conflict, let's dive into that. The article that I mentioned earlier this week, Shlomo Allegra's 2018 Times of Israel article, Hamas, Israel's Own Creation. From the article, during the early 1970s, the greatest enemy uh, to Israel was known as the Palestinian Liberation Organization, the PLO. This is, you know, this is a Times of Israel article. So, and uh, I dare say that most would not accuse Shlomo Allegra of being anti-Semitic or Times of Israel publishing anti-Semitic articles here. So, So why we're pointing to this and the three articles from which Shlomo uh, derives much of his his article, which are Ishan Tarur's Washington Post, 2014 Washington Post article, How Israel Helped Create Hamas, uh, Mehdi Hassan's 2018 Intercept article, Blowback, How Israel Went from Helping Create Hamas to Bombing It. And Nick Collerstrom's uh, Truth Seeker article, How Israel Helped to Spawn Hamas. <clears throat> so during the, 19, the early 1970s, the greatest enemy to Israel was known as the Palestinian Liberation Organization, who is known for waging terror attacks on Israeli civilians and targets all over the world. It's interesting, again, like I said, you know, so Brian said, you know, Israel earlier this week, he said, you know, Israel didn't really create Hamas or these groups. And, uh, you know, I agree there's a bigger picture, which is why yesterday we opened the first and second hour with excerpts from documentaries, you know, how Britain started the Arab-Israeli conflict, how Israel was created, etc., cetera, etc., cetera. And I mentioned, you know, articles, analysis, Britain helped create Saudi Arabia and then how Britain carved up the Middle East and helped to create Saudi Arabia, both Israel and Saudi Arabia. And two sides of this conflict were, you know, manufactured. When they didn't previously exist. So this idea of, you know. You have to ask yourself, where are these influences coming from? It takes time, money. You know, you don't get – maybe people are um, ideologically motivated, but you don't really get their ongoing attention. You don't get their attention long term without money. And so what happened, one of the big things that has been discussed in the case of the Afghan Mojahideen is that the CIA and friends trained these people through Operation Cyclone. It's on Wikipedia. It's not a secret. It's not a conspiracy theory. It's a conspiracy fact of history, a historical fact. <clears throat> and then... You know, let's just set aside the other stuff that I've talked about. What? How do you feel when you re, you discover that the people who showed up and said, "Hey, man, those guys are coming to get you, but we'll help you," they turn out to be traitors? How do you feel about them? That's the West, generally speaking. And there would there would never have been, and specifically, you know, United States intelligence and military and partners, NATO, and so on, There, you, re, you discover there never would have been an invasion had those guys not shown up and whispered in your ear and basically provoked an invasion and then left you high and dry in the process. How would you feel? Setting that aside, not even, you know, just setting that aside for a moment, what do these ideologically motivated people do when the war is over? Hey, the war's over. Now what do we do? We got these skills. You know what? Why don't we, why don't we hire ourselves out to the highest bidder? Got to feed our family. So where's the money coming from to fund these kinds of people? Keep them engaged in conflicts all over the place. Back to the article. The PLO was known for being a socialist organization, and that's, you know, godless. Well, they say godless. It's not really. It's, you know, it's Marxist, so it's anti-Christ. It's, you know, anti-God. It's satanic. PLO was known for being a socialist organization whose sole purpose was the elimination of the state of Israel along with the establishment of a socialist state of Palestine, which again, you know, not, most would say godless, but that's not exactly accurate. Marx was a rebel in the fashion of the devil himself. Establishment of a socialist state of Palestine where the Constitution would be run by secular Marxism rather than Islam. There is no such thing as secular Marxism. It's, you know, let's just call it, uh, maybe they would, we would call them Philemites or whatever. You know, do as thou wilt is the whole of the law. Due to the short-sightedness, it's, uh, you know, there are a lot of errors in this article. I wonder if it was... Dictated, or something in the translation was goofed up, or something. Anyway, due to the short sightedness, not short sightedness, of the Rabin administration and later uh, Begin, uh, you know, and, and again, who are the original terrorists? I digress. There was an idea to bring about a branch of the Muslim Brotherhood into Gaza and the Palestinian territories to counterbalance the strength and popularity of the PLO. Here's where the politics gets involved and in. you hear the old my you know the enemy of my enemy is my friend nonsense the machiavellian scheming. In the early 70s Sheikh uh, Ahmed Yassin started the organization Mujahama or excuse me Majama Al-Islamiyah, which helped establish the Islamic University in Gaza hospitals and schools. Sheikh Ahmed Yassin started the organization Mujama al Islamiya, which helped establish the Islamic University in Gaza hospitals and schools. Just like the United States was funding the Taliban to fight in Afghanistan, it was actually originally the Mujahideen. And remember when? Uh, just as a side note, remember when um, Robin Cook reminded us that uh, Al Qaeda originally was the database. That's what he said in his in his uh, article. You know the. 7 8, 2005 article, Guardian article, which was published the day after the London 7-7 bombings. Speaking of strategy of tension. The struggle against terrorism cannot be won by military means. He said, he wrote Robin Cook, and he he was dead less than a month later. After this article was published, but... Bin Laden was, though, a product of monumental miscalculation by Western security agencies. Throughout the 80s, he was armed by the CIA and funded by the Saudis to wage jihad against the Russian occupation of Afghanistan. Al-Qaeda, literally the database, quote-unquote, was originally the computer file of the thousands of Mujahideen who were recruited and trained with help from the CIA to defeat the Russians. The database al the database how many of us forget that too stick around we'll be right back after this short break
2: Gilad Otsman says the essence of jewish power is the ability to prevent the discussion of jewish power Jewish power requires anybody in politics to understand it and know about it, but never talk about it. My awakening really sums up with the very best evidence, the facts and the truth about race, and the fact that race drives
0: history, and the truth about the Jewish question. The younger you get, the greater the percentage of people who identify as alphabet soup, you know, LGBTQRS. This woman, she's like, oh "Oh, yeah, I identify as a koala two years ago. And I'm like, what? A koala? What?
1: Maybe if it was quickie koala, that might be cool, but otherwise, I you don't know. How about an inward pass? Have you ever received an inward pass from any of your black friends? Biden invited a drag
0: queen to come for the signing of the Respect for Marriage Act, It's the Respect for Anal Sex Act. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, let's, let's, let's just call it like it is.
2: The Patrick and Jeremy Show, Tuesday at 9 central and Wednesday at 1 central. Consider this Dead people see only what they want to see. And frankly, most of us are still dead. Let me give you the lessons of gold and five easy lessons. Number one, don't buy it because you need to make money. You buy gold because you need to protect the money you already have. Don't ever look at the price as a barrier. Look at it as an incentive. Number three, don't buy its paper pretenders. We talked about that a lot. Buy gold. Buy the real thing in the form of coins and bullion. Fourth, don't fall prey to glitzy television or Facebook ads. Do your due diligence instead. And that's what I try to provide you with and have for 26 and a half years on the air. And 30 years in this profession. at Kettle Marine LTD at Cox dot net. Let me help you protect your wealth and your family today. Once again, call or text us at 602-799-8214 or visit our website Sierra Madre Precious dot com. Be glad to help you out, be glad to answer your questions. That's what we're here for. No pressure, just good hard common sense. The decision then becomes up to you.
1: Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. All right. Be back. All right. Welcome back.
3: We okay.
1: are having technical difficulties. Okay. Before we go to another commercial break. So, you know, it's interesting how many people are actually sort of discovering some of this story, at least. You know, that Israel was has been instrumental in the creation of uh, Hamas and Hezbollah, for that matter, uh, while we're on the subject. But there's the bigger picture, which I've tried to describe on this broadcast many times. And uh, British intrigue is at the heart of all of it. I mean, you know, again, Jeanette Conant is sort of an unimpeachable witness. She wrote, you know, because of her pedigree, if you will, she wrote um, the Irregulars, Roll Doll, and the British spy ring in wartime Washington. And, um, you know, particularly... Um, the BSC, the British Security Coordination, and you know the 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 resurrection of uh, you know the Phoenix rising, the the CIA Phoenix rising out of the OSS ashes, the Office of Strategic Services. William Intrepid Stevenson, William Wild Bill Donovan, you know. Um, And it was Stevenson, wasn't it, who was known as London's man in Washington? And uh, so, you know, everywhere you find intelligence, you know, we think CIA over here, but really, you should probably think British intrigue. Everybody wants to talk about, you know, Israeli intelligence too, but same thing. Stick around, we'll be right back.
4: I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. it's the best around and be sure to stop by our store it's loaded with items that'll have you feeling a sense of member pride and victory come unite with us today at TLBtalk.com and join the social media revolution
5: the secret to aging like fine wine is in the vines syrah grape seeds and skins contain high levels of flavonoids and resveratrol Fermentation breaks these organic compounds down into smaller molecules, penetrating these therapeutic ingredients deeper into the skin, delivering faster and more effective results. Our handmade fermented skincare products are formulated with all natural ingredients and do not contain any phthalates or parabens. Similar products can cost as much as $180. At Natural Earth Medicine, we source our ingredients from local Arizona vineyards and cold process our oils to ensure that our customers receive the highest quality product in its purest form. Learn more at our website and try our fermented skincare products today. Visit NaturalEarthMedicine.com. That's NaturalEarthMedicine.com.
1: back bottom of the second hour of today's road warrior radio broadcast so Jeanette Conant is an interesting person just as a side note you know uh, married to Steve Croft 60 minutes Steve Croft and the oh gosh what is she the granddaughter right of um james b conant who's an interesting guy you listen to someone like john taylor gatto talk about james b conant and his overwhelming influence in the world war ii era that's interesting so jeanette conant you know undoubtedly has i would imagine a wealth of information from which to draw you know sort of You know, first-hand, second-hand information. Um, Anyway, I misspoke. It was not Stevenson. It was not intrepid. It was Wild Bill. So from Jeanette Conant's The Irregulars, The BSC, the British Security Coordination, succeeded not only in mystifying and misdirecting its political enemies but also in manipulating the policies of its greatest wartime ally in favor of England, changing the course of the United States forever. By pushing Roosevelt to create a transatlantic intelligence alliance in the form of the OSS to be headed by London's man in Washington, uh, William Wild Bill Donovan, Stevenson effectively made the, the U.S. intelligence service the willing handmaiden of the British. Not surprisingly, this episode of history, which lay the foundation for the CIA, comes in many versions. With Stevenson and the BSC cast uh, either as heroes or, or as villains, depending on the author's ties to either the American or British intelligence establishments and the degree of moral discomfort – with their devious activities and methods because of the outrageous lengths to which Stevenson and his dirty tricks squad resorted in their efforts to confound and defeat the Nazis an end that no matter how noble did not necessarily justify the means. The BSC became an embarrassment to both America and England charged with Having a sinister influence on foreign affairs and immeasurably complicating relations between the two countries in the years to come. See, we were told one thing, but the actual agenda was something altogether different. And I would say, uh, you know, perhaps it begins in a certain sense or certain context with, uh, you know, Quigley's Anglo-American establishment again. The explanation of how all the wars from that time were deli- deliberately created to control the economies of all the nations. And if you have intel agencies that are, you know, partnered to some extent in all these places, then you can sort of manage the theater a lot better. You can keep everyone compartmentalized. During the World War II era, how many high level folks were found to be. You know, communist sympathizers and double agents, spies, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. You know, and speaking of that, you know, how many? You know, Henry Kissinger is apparently still alive and apparently still influential. Some seventy years after he emerged on the geopolitical scene in the 1950s out of sort of seemingly out of nowhere. So that's kind of I think, you know, in a certain context where the story starts, but then you know, what? what is all the dirty tricks and stuff? It's Hail Hydra. It's creating, it's sowing the seeds of chaos so that you know, the the League of Nations failed. There was the other organization in the late 19th century similar. Aaron and Melissa Dykes have done a video on that and how these efforts have been ongoing. But we get the truncated version of history, the limited hangout version. The League of Nations was not a success. And so, you know... We can't shove this boot down everyone's throat right now, so you know what we'll do the we'll do the chaos making thing, so that everybody says, you know, this is crazy. Someone needs to make peace, and we need a world peacemaker. But you know, then that sort of leans into the spiritual side of things, the uh, biblical apocalyptic sort of. Side of things. Anyway. That's why. The things. You know the explanations that don't explain. That ultimately. Wind up in you know. What Jeanette Conant writes about. As embarrassment. And. All that. All that entails. You know that's the explainer. It's not. It's not by accident that these things have taken place and that there's this ongoing, there's the chaos making. And we just keep hearing that we need to centralize control and authority. And while we're doing that, ratchet up the national security apparatus everywhere. Look, there's a failure in Israel this time of intelligence and defense measures. And so, you know, we just need to ratchet it up a little bit more. And if you're in that business, it's great for business. So you're not going to say anything about that. Speaking of the dirty tricks, you know, maybe you find a Kofor Black and you, you know, talk to the guys over at Blackwater or Z or Academy or Canopy or, 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 uh, not Canopy, Triple Canopy or, uh, Constellus or whatever the heck now. It's not even Constellus now. It's, what the heck is it? It's, um... It was Constellus Holdings. And then Constellus was... Acquired. Right? Um. For posterity's sake... Yeah, in September 2016 Constellis was bought by Apollo. All these fun names, too. Constellis moved their global headquarters to Herndon, Virginia in February 2020. And you know, it's fun fun people <clears throat> like I said, you know Kofor Black, John Ashcroft, et cetera. The revolving um, power elite, door academia, government, you know, and the sea level corporate stuff. Apollo Global Management. It's like stuff right out of you know the '80s and '90s movies that were the '40s, '50s, '60s. Sci-fi and spy stuff. Novels. Apollo was founded in 1990 by Leon Black, Josh Harrison, Mark Rowan, former investment bankers at the defunct Drexel Burnham Lambert. And they just keep failing forward. I digress. Okay, so... Back to the history, Hamas and then Israel, and the time that we have remaining. Not much. So, in the early 70s, Sheikh Ahmed Yassin started the organization Mujama al Islamiyah, which helped uh, establish the Islamic University in Gaza hospitals and schools. Okay, that sounds good. Just like in the United States, just like the United States was funding the Taliban to fight the, in Afghanistan against the Soviets. To bring down the communists, so too was Israel selling arms to Iran to fight their archenemy Iraq during the early 80s. Islamic fundamentalism was not seen as a threat to world peace. Instead, it was Marxist terrorists around the world who were seen as a threat. Uh, so Muslim extremists were seen as natural allies against Godless communists. They're not really godless, are they? And the Marxist terrorists were uh, also a creation, but that's a story for a different day. Precursor to Hamas was from the Muslim Brotherhood, who were persecuted by the secular Baathist government of Egypt to the point their leader, Saeed Qutub, was executed by the Egyptian government in 1966. Egypt and secular socialist Arab governments were at war at the time against Islamic extremism. So the Israelis saw them as a natural ally against their common enemy. Again, the enemy of my enemy is my friend nonsense. Sheikh Yassin was on such good terms with the Israeli state that he would receive treatment in Israeli hospitals. According to Andrew Higgin, Israel's military military, Led administration in Gaza looked favorably on the paraplegic, paraplegic clerk Sheikh Yassin, that is, who set up a wide network of schools, clinics, and libraries and kindergartens. Sheikh Yassin formed the Islamic group Mujama al-Islamia, which was officially recognized by Israel as a charity, and then in 1979 as an association. Everything is recognized as a charity. They're setting up schools, universities, clinics, libraries, kindergartens and stuff. And, you know, some people will say, well, didn't Hitler say, you know, give us one generation of youth? So, you know, you might be curious about that. What what do you suppose would happen? Any any halfway intelligence intelligent statesman will say, maybe there's an agenda here. What are they doing in the schools, in the kindergartens, for example? But it's a charity. It's an association. This reminds me of, uh, what's his name here, too? That's, uh, what. what is his name? I can't remember. Anyway, Israel also endorsed the establishment of the Islamic University of Gaza, which it na- which it now regards as a hotbed of militancy. I wonder why. A generation of, or two of young people have gone through this and what have they been indoctrinated with with what have they been indoctrinated the university was one of the largest was one of the first targets hit by U- by uh, israeli warplanes in the 2008 and 9 operation castled many israeli government officials saw the improvement of the quality of life in the palestinian territories as a way uh, to prevent radicalization of the arab residents so in 1979 mujama al Islamia got the status as a charity organization with the ability to be able to raise millions of dollars in decades. During the 80s, clashes between secular and Islamist supporters became more common. And there was a rift growing in Palestinian society between secularists and Islamists. Speaking of the rift, you know, back to the video that I mentioned. People are getting this stuff figured out. Jimmy Dore did a video um, yesterday or they, they put out a, a, a segment. It's titled, Yes, they actually created and funded their enemy. And this is the, um, the uh, you know, this features the, um, I guess, what do you call it now? It's not a tweet. Um, whatever it is on X now, they're calling it X. The tweet, I'll just call it October 9, 2023, that uh, reads, anyone who wants to thwart the establishment, this is a quote, anyone who wants to thwart the establishment of a Palestinian state has to support bolstering Hamas and transferring money to Hamas, Netanyahu, that's the end of the quote, Netanyahu told his his Likud party's Knesset members in March 2019, this is part of our strategy. Speaking of balkanization, so back to the uh, Shlomo Allegra's uh, Times of Israel article. According to The Truth Seeker, Nick Collerstrom's article, as the fighting between rival student factions at Berzit grew more violent, Brigadier General Shalom Harari, then a military intelligence officer in Gaza, says he received a call from Israeli soldiers manning a checkpoint on the road out of Gaza. They had stopped a bus carrying Islamic activists who wanted to join the battle against Fatah, at Berzit, I said, "If they want to burn each other, let them, let them go." Recalls Mr. Harari. Israel, uh, Is- Israeli mi- military thinking during the time, figured it would be great if the Islamists and socialists were to continue fighting each other, since it would take away their focus on fighting Israel, according to Tharoor in his Washington Post article 2014. Israel jailed Yassin in 1984 on a 12-year sentence after the discovery of hidden arms caches, but was released a year later. Israel had Sheikh Yassin in custody 3 years before the first intifada started. If Israel would have kept him in custody for his whole sentence, perhaps Hamas would not have gotten to do uh, the about the amount of damage they did during the first intifada so you can see the seeds of conflict being fomented i think you know the timing is basically going to only going to aggravate the situation in simple terms but there's more stick around we will be right back after the short break
4: Extendivite really works. Just listen to what some people have to say.
2: Several years ago, I was developing a very uh, severe situation. I called it my flippy heart. It was just was doing not good things. And I did not want to go to a medical doctor because uh, I just knew they would give me a cover-up pill. I didn't want to get onto to that sort of thing at all. When I learned it was garlic and cayenne, And cayenne is a healer. It is a wonderful herb. I said, I think I'm on to something here. I'll tell you, I wouldn't be without it. It did wonderful things for me.
4: Extendivite is only $69.95 for a two-month supply of either capsules or liquid. Call now. That's 1-877-928-8822 or visit heartdrop.com. Extend your life
1: with Extendivite. That's DixieRepublic.com, where you can meet all of your Southern needs.
6: Support those that support the network. Support DixieRepublic at DixieRepublic.com. Email ProudSouthern123 at gmail.com and let them know that RBN sent you.
1: Free shipping on orders over $50. See the banners for Hemp Paste at republicbroadcasting.org and visit hemppaste.com slash RBN.
0: It's the good life Full of fun seems to be the ideal Yes, the good life let you hide uh, All the sadness you feel You won't really Fall in love Cause you can't Take the chance So be honest With yourself Don't try to fake Romance yeah a good life to be free and explore the unknown like the heartaches when you learn you must face them alone please remember I still want you and in case you wonder why Well, just wake up Kiss that good life Good Goodbye
1: Welcome back. Continuing Final segment of today's Road Warrior Radio broadcast. How would you be able to do it? Well, probably not. Please
0: remember, I still want you And in case you wonder why Well, just wake up Kiss that good light Goodbye
1: Okay, it's the final segment of today's Road Warrior Radio broadcast. We're headed into a weekend on Friday the 13th, Friday, October 13th, 2023. We get all this stuff. You know, if Pike's letter to Mazzini is not prophetic, then I don't know what is. Because the whole world is is, uh, being forced to look at this conflict, this manufactured engineered conflict that is really uh, misleading and disingenuous. And I would encourage folks to do a little bit of homework on it. Not too much. Don't obsess. But do a little bit of homework uh, in terms of the history of the forces and influences behind what's going on. I have mentioned Shlomo Allegra's Times of Israel article, Hamas, Israel's own creation, and a bunch of other things, including the... the, uh, Global research articles is the Gaza-Israel fighting a false flag. They let it happen. Their objective is to wipe Gaza off the map. Not really so much Gaza, but the people. That's Philip Girardi and uh, Michelle Chosadowski. And then there's um, Peter Koenig's global research series, I would say. The Israel-Palestine conflict, Netanyahu's false flag connecting the dots, and more. Part one, two, and... uh, (laughs) I think it's just part one and two right now. Part one, Netanyahu's false flag. Part two, the broader picture, connecting the dots. You know, it's helpful stuff. There are a lot of folks you could read. I would encourage folks to get knowledge up and not to be deceived. This is sort of a a rambling rant today, and uh, we missed some calls, so my apologies. We had some technical difficulties. I hope you have a great weekend, and I hope you're not completely caught up in all of this nonsense. I hope it was informative. As always, it truly is an honor and a pleasure. Take care. God bless. Catch you on the other side.
6: Visit blackoutcoffee.com and use the coupon code REPUB10. That's REPUB10. You're listening to
4: Republic Broadcasting Network because you can handle the truth. True,
3: truth.